Okay. All right, welcome back. I'm Christy Durrett, and I am here with my co-host, Christy Price. How are you doing, friend? I'm good. Good. It's a great morning in the TM swag suite. It is. We've got our TMT. We're ready to go. Yes, and we have a very special guest with us here today. He is the Mangum to the Turner. Yes. But as some people like to call him, the Magnum. Uh, womp womp. I know. Hey, <laughs> call it what you want. Just call us when you want to sell. There we you go. We are pleased to have Mr. Caleb Mangum. I am on. very happy to be here. Yay, we're happy to have you, sir. Thank you. Thank you Thanks thank for you. joining us. Yeah, very excited, yeah. So it's what's a, the origin of your name? The origin of my name? Yes. Like genealogy line style? Um, I would say German if I had to guess. Okay. Educated guess, maybe. Okay. I never did ancestry DNA. I was too afraid of what I might find, so. Oh, um, yeah. yeah. I can attest to yeah, that. Yeah, so we're just going to keep it, you know, keep the mystery out there. There so. you go. Yeah. Well, we've simplified it. We've put it out there for the people that it is man plus gum. Man gum. Man gum. Man gum. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So like the road. Yes. 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 Here in Man gum Tacoma. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Man gum Tacoma. <laughs> Off of 290. There you go. Yes. Try to steal those signs, but those are a little bit more difficult than your typical back, uh, back roads oh, East Texas signs. Sign. So, yeah. Yes. So... Like literally? Yeah, yeah, it's a thing. It is a thing. Stealing signs is a thing. I did it in my hometown. There was a street named from my maiden name. Mm -hmm. I had it hanging in my bedroom. I was living in the wrong town. Yeah. (laughs) You missed out on some good times. (laughs) So how often in your life have you been called Magnum? Very often. I think that was probably just the go to pronunciation, you know, growing up in just high school, college and whatnot. So mm. for like announcers at sports events <gasps> and things like oh. that. So and then like the town knows you as this, so Oh. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty pretty used to it. Well, other than your last name, tell us a little bit about Caleb. What does Caleb like to do? Well, how long do we have? Um, <laughs> we'll no, cut you so off I am, when we need to. Yeah, obviously keep it as simple as possible. I'm just a, a Jesus-loving family guy. Um, love my family, love family time. We're a family business. Um, you know, love the outdoors and yes. anything adventurous. Um, and just really, uh, really a, a, an outgoing guy, I guess I would say. Mm-hmm. Um, fairly laid back and go with the flow for the most part. A little quirky, a little weird. Um, in some some instances, and you know, I'm sure my wife can attest to some other characteristics. So, but uh, but yeah, no, um, we'll I guess have to have her on the podcast. Yeah, let's uh, wait a Get few more episodes deal. for that one. Let me <laughs> let me at least uh, you know, keep some glory. So, well, and you're a recent dad. You have a three year old and a almost one year old. Do so. Mason's my oldest. Uh, made me dad. He turns four in February. Um, and Brady is turning one in December. Got your hands so, full. Two boys. Yeah, absolutely. Busy. So, very busy. Nonstop. It is a, a chaotic lifestyle. I'm sure many can attest to, but yes. it's just like every day we wake up and leave the house, come back, house is destroyed. Yes. <laughs> go through the banter, catch up with kids, playing with them, get them oh. down to sleep. And my wife is up for another hour while we're asleep, you know putting the house back in order. It's kind of yes. like 50 first dates. So I always say like, you know, yeah. we go to sleep and she's putting the house back in order just Aww. the way it was so they can destroy it again the next day. So I live this life. Yeah. Yeah. 
I do. Yeah. Well, you love the outdoors. You like to I travel. Do. Yes, I do. Where are some of your favorite places that you have been? So we're definitely creatures of habit of going back to places that we like really enjoy, but we love going to new places in general. So, um, but with time being very limited, obviously in this lifestyle and in career, we go back to places like Utah quite a bit and frequently. Mm-hmm. Um, Christy can share her experience with Sedona that we are just new, um, I guess, followers of. And we yes. just recently went to Sedona, Arizona. If you haven't been to Sedona, uh, you should go. Yeah. I We wanted to go for our baby moon, but we were not able to. But uh, I would love to go to yeah. Sedona. You need to add it to your list. Yeah. Highly recommend. Totally caught us off guard, Blue's way. I did no research in it. My, my wife did all of the research, all the coordinating, you know, so set that up, and I was pleasantly surprised. Yes. Very outdoor-centered, obviously. Um, really unique town. They just haven't let development and just the way the civil and everything is designed, roadways, really cool place. So. Yes. Um, keeping just kind of the somewhat the the uh, red rock and the natural environment intact and as un uh, as preserved as possible right yes. so uh, yeah. like at, at nighttime it's super dark right they're mm-hmm. called a dark town or whatever so they have very low lighting uh, so we we're really I think captivated by that that'll be a go-to spot for us annually so yes. we we're starting to look into Airbnbs there and look at the market and just seeing what availability is but I need, I need you to yeah. go ahead and get one of those. Yeah, I'm, I'm yeah, starting to I'm learn. going back in, in February, March. So. Yeah, it's a dangerous dangerous thing for us traveling. Uh, I'm starting to learn, like, hey, okay, it's probably okay just to pay the money to rent somewhere instead of having to own something and maintain it. Maintain it. But and I do wouldn't it all be that. upset if you did because yeah. again, no. then I would have a spot to go. TM right. team trip. Yeah, hey, I'm all about it. I'm all about go. it. TM travels. Yeah. TM travels. To Sedona. To yeah. Sedona. Yes. Yeah. Um, Okay, before career and dad Caleb, what was that Caleb like? Tell us a little bit about that, Caleb. Um, so how far back are we going? I don't know. Well, I know you have a athletic history, and I know you mm-hmm. have a little spontaneous side. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, I mean, it's, I've been pretty, I would say, well-behaved for the most part um, going far back. My wife and I, you know, um, are middle school sweethearts. We've Cute. dated in, since eighth grade. So Wow. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, I didn't know that absolutely. either. Our whole family is high school sweethearts, actually. Oh. Like our entire family. So I think there might be like the exception of like maybe one in my extended family that were not married. They're high school sweethearts. So mom and dad, Jared, Melissa. Yeah, absolutely. Cute. Mm -hmm. Um, So yeah, I mean, prior to that, I was a baseball guy, dedicated one sport guy for the most part, majority of my life. A lot of my summers, my parents, you know, trekking me around and um, just doing the baseball gig and sacrificed a lot for that. Uh, Wouldn't take any of it back taught you know how to deal with failure a lot uh, a lot yeah. of injury so I have glasses of or knees of glass so that was always uh, and my ailing fallback um, but had a pretty good you know run at it um, did you play outside say. of high school I did I, I went to uh, a junior college had a lot of issues coming out of late high school with my second knee surgery so um, I would just say like the the top projections of where you hope to go you know draft and things like that are immediately wiped off once you start getting you know a couple of surgeries on your record yes. um, so you had you had already undergone your second surgery second coming out of surgery high school? yep yeah oh. 
So I was always very injury prone. So I was, I was like, I'm pretty, you know, bashful. I was a prima donna, very good in high school and nothing ever really came (laughs) of it after that. I was always injured and, you know, just never in love with it. What position did you play in baseball? I was shortstop. I was middle infield. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I played just about anywhere. So, uh, but now I went to junior college in Galveston to rehab and, um, you know, met some great folks there, enjoyed the island. I was definitely an island type of mentality. Um, I can see that about yeah, you. Yeah, definitely. So Galveston's always a special place, you know, had been a special place and still is for us. So mm-hmm. um, transferred into Sam Houston and, you know, a lot of the same followed me there, just more injuries. And honestly, at that point, I had lost my love for it. And my mentality was like, hey, if I'm not going to go play at the next level, then you know, um, let's get out of college, Close that chapter. <laughs> you know, so yeah. I graduated pretty quick. I, I got out of school, um, in three years. So, and oh, just took you summer did classes. That. Yeah, yeah. You, you really did. Yeah, hindsight, like, okay. <laughs> hindsight probably would go back and maybe not rush out as much, but, um, I'm pretty impatient when it comes to like, okay, I'm ready to get to the next thing. You know, did I you get, have a spot at yeah. Sam Houston? You know, there's like spots up in Huntsville. Spot, oh, like to go to? Yeah. Oh, no, man. he said he was well behaved. Yeah. And you were you were dating Lauren at that time. So now, did she mm-hmm. go? You didn't go with to like shenanigans. Lauren was at SFA and I was at Sam Houston, so rivals, obviously. Okay. Um, I probably spent most of my time visiting her at SFA. At okay. I like Nacogdoches a little bit more, the town and yes. just the area. Um, but so I spent a lot of time going there. Had good friends from high school actually going to school with her there as well. So. Uh, worked out. Yeah, it's really cool. Uh, but no, I thoroughly enjoyed Sam Houston. I had the option to transfer out of there and go to like Texas State and play or anything like that. Like I said, my mentality was if I'm not going to make a career of this, then I'm ready for that next step and didn't want to just kind of, you know, be stagnant or linger in place. So it was, let's just graduate, get out. Um, but I got involved with like FCA uh, there, some really cool people. Ended up getting involved with a ministry gig for my first summer off in like my life in life. 10 years right yes, playing baseball, baseball for the last 10 12 years or so um so got involved with the um t-bar-m camps and that just kind of sparked just the uh desire to be in some type of ministry at the time and so that was um really you know i would just say uh, enlightening for me and a cool part of my life and most of my close friends now are from that you know a couple of summers from that so that's cool so yeah. how did baseball transition to real estate oh man dealing with failure yeah, mental, psychological, you know, <laughs> baseball is fairly kind of a slow game. I mean, yeah. not as slow as most people think from the, you know, uh, observing in the audience. Um, obviously being super in slow. it. Yeah. Oh, I love baseball. Do yeah. you? I love baseball. Uh, that is one game, and again, with my husband playing, that right. is not one that I ever grew up enjoying to watch. Really? Or... You gotta be, yeah, you have to be passionate. I mean, it's America's pastime, I mean, in my opinion, so. Um, Nap time. Yeah, touche, touche. <laughs> So not super fun to watch. I, yeah, I totally will contest. Yeah, yes. Go, I don't watch. Team. I don't watch any sports on TV. We hardly watch TV at all at our house. But yeah. you know, when I do watch baseball, it's October. I firmly believe there's nothing better than October baseball. You know, that's that's when yeah, they're playoffs. Like, the, yeah, playoffs. the playoffs. Oh, the yeah. playoffs. And obviously okay. with the the run of the dynasty with Houston here lately, that's been awesome. Oh, it's yeah. been fun to yeah. watch. Mm-hmm. So those are those are good and interesting. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, no, but yeah, I mean, baseball was, it's a game of failure, right? I mean, you succeed three out of 10, four out of 10 times and you have a pretty successful career. So, Mm -hmm. um, I would say a lot of, a lot of resiliency and, you know, work ethic, 
I loved the working out and preparing part. I've always been big on just like, you know, I love the workout. I love the grind. I love the preparation, the preparation you know, and I love the, you know, the showtime as well. But I mean, I still to this day, I mean, I love training. I, I you know, I look forward to our alumni games for high school and whatnot. So. Well, you like to work out just in general. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you I mean, like just a, being active. You for built sure. a fitness facility at your beach house. Yeah, I've, Andy I've, has one in his house. I've built you a few fitness facilities. I've built a few home gyms. Yeah, I probably should try to make some type of, you know, um, some type of business Side out of gig that. out of that, yeah, yes. I'm trying to think of something TM. Um, I've always told Jared I want to have, you know, kind of like a TM home base camp with like a an office, but we're all so spread out. But that's always been like my dream is like to have, you know, what Christy and I have talked about this, just yes. develop just a very, um, you know, uh, 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 such a deep culture like we're working out you're doing family things because we're family yeah, just it. a lifestyle company in a sense a turner so. mangum yeah yes. well let's start a gym well we're, gotta name it something I we're only all like you know 300 miles apart exactly so, you know doesn't really but well uh, we don't have to work out every day no no you should we could have you co- should <laughs> oh good. well you have kids. It's okay. So, but yes, no, yeah, that would my, be a, my workout is chasing my children. That would be that a, is your a cool vision. So maybe if you can convince the, the Turner Mangum side to, um, the actual Turners and Mangums to relocate out of our corner out of the of world. Crosby. Yeah. I think we y'all can, should. We can take a vote. So, yes, we should take we, a team vote. Yeah, no, we can take like a viewer vote. Oh, mm, yeah. <laughs> Caleb's like, no, maybe not. Okay, so graduated in three years, so that would have been what year? In Oh, man. Was it like 15? No, no, no. Way before that. So yeah, no, you had just to a young tra- Yeah, afraid to start dating myself, I know, right? you're just a young Um 14, I guess. I graduated in December, so it was okay. like, you know, um, the but winter semester. But you had known Jared for forever? Cause I, don't, you're I, don't, time I don't remember because... not knowing Jared, yeah. Really? <laughs> yeah. So y'all just kind of grew up together. Yeah, Jerry was definitely, you know, like big brother to me for sure. Oh, Saw me at my, my worst and saw me at my, you know, annoying stages. And, you know, yeah, I was definitely, I was just a runt when I was climbing on Jared. And I was probably, gosh, I don't know, really young when my sister and I started dating. This is really sweet. And I like yes. it. Yes. Yeah, but definitely. at what, when did he kind of start putting the bug in your ear or when did you did or was it you that went to him and said hey I kind of like what you're doing or was it him that was like hey you need to come be a part of what I'm doing you know I fall back on that just like the initial like the origination of like when that thought you know came up of just conceptualizing should we go start a brokerage or not um I don't know I mean I can obviously was very engaged with my mom's career as a realtor you know my mom had pretty much two jobs most of my life to be honest with you Mm -hmm. um so she was uh just your you know your local realtor um for quite a while she was a barber owned her own business for 30 plus years so going into real estate was a natural progression and Mm -hmm. um obviously you know very lucrative for her at the time. And, um, so with her, you know, having that background, the ability to get her broker's license, Jared having the new home, you know, um, background, um, just, you know, very in depth, very good at what he did. Uh, I always visited Jared at his model homes, you know, growing up, or if we're going on a hunting trip, you know, my dad or somebody would drop me off at the model home and I'd 
hide or crash there until it's time for him to <laughs> lock up and get out and we'd leave. Um, I love all of it. So, so yeah, we would... Um, this is, can you see Caleb just hiding under the desk on like a little tablet oh, or no, something? I, was not, I don't know. I wasn't I, that young. I'm on a tablet. <laughs> we didn't even have tablets. Oh, yeah, they didn't have tablets. And <laughs> like, but, this is like early 2000. or something. No, His God, this is like 2000, 2002, things like that. So. Oh, my goodness, you were probably just like 10. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm 32, so... <laughs> That helps. Um, so you were like 10. Yeah, pretty <laughs> much. So, um, no, you're, I, I would just say, like, I mean, I was always very entrepreneurial, right? Everybody in the family knew, like, uh, you know, once the family got over the fact, like, oh, Caleb's not going to play baseball forever, you know, like I was over that early and it took the family a while. But, um, you know, I, I was always very entrepreneurial, I guess. Right. Um, you know, I, our word entrepreneur gets thrown around super loosely, but I guess, you know, that's the best way to explain it. They just knew that I wasn't going to work for somebody. No. Everybody's like, oh, yeah, he's definitely not going to respond well to authority. <laughs> you, it, In your mind, you do work in a very entrepreneurial way. You, right. You yes. think big, have big visions, big ideas. I'm definitely a, more of a visionary and not like an integrator type guy. Caleb not, is the know, dreamer. Yeah, he I'm is. a dreamer. We call Caleb the dreamer. My mom always said he's just a dreamer. So. Yeah, you are. You're the dreamer. <laughs> yeah. We love your dreams, though. Yes. Yeah, yeah. We we've, love your We've dreams. done a good job of suppressing them for a while, getting, you know, just the structure and systems in place, right? So, but yes, I'm yes. definitely a dreamer. We're going to start letting those dreams fly again here soon. So good. a lot of cool stuff in the pipe. But, Yay. Uh, but yeah, you heard it here first. Caleb the Dreamer will be just throwing out ideas right. before right. you know it. So what, what was it that got you into working with Jared? Like, tell us, tell us how you went from. You have your degree in marketing, mm-hmm. so you went from right. baseball, marketing, and then Jared just said, "Hey." come work for me or yeah, did mean, you show interest? What did that look no, like? No, definitely showed interest in getting my license. Um, you know, there was a very just brief stint, maybe 30 days of just uh, getting out of school. Really had no clue what I wanted to do. Uh, I knew I was going to do real estate in some capacity. Didn't know if it would be full-time. Didn't know if it was going to be going to work for a builder. Um, you know, I, I remember I just didn't have a ton of direction because I was just rushing to get out of school and it was cramming, you know, 21, 24 hours. And, you know, I carried various little jobs, I guess, through, like I said, the, you know, the camp, the ministry, and I would do like recruiting for them during semester. Um, I actually, you know, I don't think I've ever really told many people this, but I did, um, you know, like a brief stint of sales for varsity cheerleading apparel. Um, what? So I would go to cheerleading competitions and set up all of their... Um, what? Yeah. Like the outfits or pom-poms or what? Yeah. I mean, just pretty much... A lot of it was, you know, you go to cheer competitions, uh, hotels, and just, you know, conferences, and you set up all of their just apparel. I mean, a lot of the souvenir style stuff, but... It was actually a pretty lucrative job. Like I mean, trophies? I remember, Wait, I, how did you no, even get... It's just like the store that's on site there to where you can go buy like that T-shirt. cheer competition shirt. Okay. And, you know, I mean, I, I did it with a few friends so from You were like a merch college. guy. Yes. Yeah, I was a merch you did guy. Merch. There you go. I did merch. merch. Now, Hence, like, all of the, the love for merch with us, you know? Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. we love our merch. We yeah. do love yeah, some TM love swag. But uh, how... So you were there with all these cheerleaders I at s- different conferences? Yeah. Oh, well. Yeah. Cheer moms are crazy. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. 
I'm I'm crazy too, so to be fair. But well, you yeah, have to be yeah. in real estate. And yeah, I mean, for we're sure. kind of. I always tell people we're kind of like a really big mm-hmm. dysfunctional family at yes. Turner Mangum. But you yeah. just you have to be to do this job. You can't take yourself seriously. You have to have a sense of humor. Right. You just have to laugh. I mean, you really have to just laugh. Oh, definitely. You cannot be very emotional in this business. No. That's for sure. And no, it's, which is tough for me. I'm actually a pretty, you know. Emotional guy. Not it'll eat you, you alive, know, though. Yeah. If Compassionate. Yeah. It's just, it'll take over yep. if you let it, though. Yep. So I'm, I'm glad that we have our Turner Mango family for the support. Mm-hmm. And yes, we are all that a release. little bit crazy. Yeah. As an outlet. And yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. So, no, that was, um, I did that to just pay some bills and make some money. And I exposed me to sales and retail and uh, just, you know, monitoring your business. And I handle pretty much everything. So it was, it was a pretty cool little like five, six month deal and uh, probably 10 or 11 competitions, I think, somewhere around there. So, um, but yeah, I mean, after graduating, brief little time, did a little hunting. Um, I had a long uh, planned trip to Mexico, um, kind of planned out that I always wanted to do. And Whereabouts? Well, we wanted to go to like Baja, right? So flying to California. This is uh, just some a buddy, mostly just one guy I'd met from uh, the church camp who was a vagabond, and you know, I was at church camp, and the second half he came in from South America, um, and he's like, oh, I just got back from Chile and Patagonia, and and all the rest of the camp, you know, and. Sh- I guess the coaches and whatnot and or like from college and like, Oh, we're just here, you know, for the summer and yes. they've been going to camp for 10, 15 years. And this guy rolls in, looks like he's 30. And it's like, yeah, I just got back from Chile and Patagonia. And I was a big Patagonia guy, big South America guy. And I was just like, tell me more. Yes. You know? You're like, and I want to do that. Yeah. So we got really, really close friends and he was fluent in Spanish. That was always like my number one deal after, you know, baseball is like, I want to learn how to play the guitar and become fluent in Spanish. Have so, you done either of those? Oh, no patience for guitar musical instruments um tried carried a guitar around back and forth in Nacogdoches um, you just carried it Lauren can probably attest to that yeah, yeah I'll just carry it around so I probably looked cool so yeah you know? purchased yeah. a guitar you carried it around but you never oh I tried to play oh you did yeah, what did you try to play what what type of music uh, did you try to play uh well I only remember one song that I ever really had any success in learning it was Bob Seger um what which Bob Seger was it um uh, Against the Wind so you don't know that, do you? I, it's okay. I, I know heavy metal. I've heard it on the guitar. Yeah, it was an acoustical. I mean, was it? Yeah, okay. The, the guitar playing. That was acoustic. the your. That was the one you were like, yeah. "This is what I'm gonna Anyways, learn yeah, and play." Yeah. I was a Bob Seger. I'm an old soul, you know. So, um, but yeah, so I never learned a guitar. Speak, understand Wait, Spanish. Guitar. Oh yeah. Do you speak Spanish? I don't speak it very well, but I mean, yeah. I mean, I can communicate. I'm always the guy that you know, Jared okay. or somebody goes to if we need to, you know. But yeah. Okay. So um, that is actually something I like I'm enrolled or enrolling into like some online classes and the guy that I traveled to Mexico with. Um, oh, yeah. So back to the so OK. Yes. So yeah. so you in this friend. Yes, we went to long story short, went to San Diego. I closed a few deals. Uh, God love my mom helping me through some deals and throwing me a few bones and leads and, you know, had a little bit of money in my pocket and told her I was just going to visit a friend in the Marines at Pendleton and uh, flew into Pendleton and met my buddy and we took a bus to Tijuana and rented a car and, you know, a week or so later we drove all the way to Cabo San Lucas from San Diego. (laughs) Cool trip, cool trip. I'm learning so much. First, you you sold pom poms for cheerleaders. Yeah. 
And now then he bought it. Then with that money, he bought his guitar. Then he went. Then he got your guitar and played Bob Seger. All while he's learning yeah. Spanish. Learning Spanish and then took a bus to Tijuana. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of other cool stuff in between that. It wasn't really like the you know highlights, but yeah, it was. This is still I before love those highlights. This is still before real estate too, though, right? No, this is no, because yeah. he had to close a few deals yeah. to get himself money. to, to Tijuana. Yeah, in hindsight, you know, uh, didn't come back with much money because apparently if you rent a car from one location, like with Hertz. Oh, yes. And then if you, like, oh, you know, we'll just turn it in at the Hertz in no. Cabo. Yeah, it doesn't work like no. that. Well, you can, but it's extremely expensive. You should pay for the mile. Yes. Um, so, yeah, obviously learned how to convert, you know, pesos in that situation. So I think it turned out to be, I think we ended up after really you know, debating, like, should we just go drive this car off a cliff or in Mexico, you know, or, um, <laughs> that would, that would be had, valid. it was like $1,100. Yeah. And <gasps> I think I had like 700 bucks left in my name. And so yeah. how long were you gone for? I don't remember. I mean, it was over a week for sure, but my mom found out where I was. So you oh. know, that was, I needed to eventually get back. By the time we, we got to Cabo, we were pretty, you know, spent and done and had some, you know, near life or death experiences and so we're like, did okay, lauren sure. know where you were at the time i think so i'm sure she did you think so i would imagine yeah i think you I'm didn't like sure keep up knows. with her like hey babe i'm in we had like no service Cabo. at all uh, <laughs> hey babe got no service I'm driving yeah. to tijuana yeah <laughs> i'll talk to you when i get back but anyways <laughs> got back from that and had no money and got back in the biz and you know it was around that time i think jared and i made our leap from into the brokerage that we were currently with um, and just kind of like a freelance jumped on them and uh, initiated our model. It was kind of like a, you know, for sale by owner style brokerage. Mm -hmm. um, so it allowed us to operate in the, you know, the manner that has, you know, built the company and, you know, we're like, Hey, why don't we just get mom and get our broker's license? And, yeah. you know, so yeah. I'd say Jared drove most of it and kept me engaged at the very beginning. You know, I don't well, think that I, sounds like Jared now. Too. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Jared. Keep <laughs> trying to keep me focused. Right. And yeah. Well, so that is maybe true. not as successful like, as Caleb, this is what we're doing. Yeah. So, and just promise like, Hey, this is going to be, this is going to be worth it. And I was like, yeah, is it fun though? You know? So <laughs> is it, <laughs> can I but, do okay, cool wait, things before, yeah. before we get into the real estate aspect of things? Yeah. Why are you called Jedi master? Oh, Oh yeah. We can't talk about that. What? I like Star Wars. It well, just, I was about to say, I mean, it's, it's I like obviously Star Wars. Star Wars, so are you like a I'm like not a called Jedi Star Master. Wars? That's just my... That's, his, that's your YouTube his handle. It, wait, what do you call no, it? No, it was never... I wouldn't, I've never really been a big social media guy. But that's just my like my name on your iPhone, whatever you call it, your your screen name. It was your, your like, YouTube login or something. It might have been my password or something, which I changed. So. Oh. oh, yeah, we're... Yeah. Giving away his login to everything. <laughs> no, it was like the username. It's Anyways, still that way. What it is now is when you log, when I get on my hotspot at people's homes, you know, and we're doing a listing intro, and I get on my hotspot, and they're like, "Oh, you can use our internet," and I'm like, "Oh, I have my hotspot here," and it pops up on my computer, and everybody's sitting here looking at your computer, and oh. it's like, "Oh, you know, there's Jedi Master." I was like, "Yeah, it's me." That's me. So, but, but what is? <laughs> Probably should change what that. is like? So, click on that. What is the origin of Jedi Master? Is it just a Star Wars fandom? Yeah, I mean. I I feel kind like there's of, more to this story. Yeah. I feel like there is too. Yeah, there, there's some. So we'll, we're going to uncover that. There's different <laughs> levels of progression, like, you know, when you become a Jedi, you know, and so. I don't know anything about Star Wars, so I can't even chime into this. Yeah. Well, who's your favorite Star Wars character? Oh, oh, man. I was always, I like Han Solo. Oh, Han Solo yeah. Guy. Yeah, Han Solo. Yeah. 
Yeah. Him or Chewie. Best. I like Chewie as well, so. The Wookiee. Yeah. yeah, well, I guess I know who Chewie is. Okay. But Man, a few words, you know. I was about to say that it's just not really that much of a character, just kind of like the comic yeah. relief of the show. Yeah. But this is, that's a, it's a series. There's a lot of them. Yeah, they're pretty You've confusing. you watched them all? Yeah. Yeah, they are yeah. confusing. Have and they made a comeback? Is this one of the ones that has yeah, tried to come back? I have. I'm not too engaged with is it. Is this like one said. of the I'm ones that's tried? I don't know. Like, I haven't, you know, followed The Empire Strikes Back. Yeah. Is it? Is that it? Well, so the Star Wars, sh- the movies were filmed out of order, too. Yes. So, like, the ones that were filmed in the 70s were filmed, and then they filmed, um, is it the early 2000s is when they filmed the the predecessors so. to the ones from the 70s? Yeah, early 2000s, maybe early late 2000s. 90s. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's one of those things. It's not like chronological Brilliant. order Brilliant. of events, you know, so. But that's how your mind works. I was about to Just say. all kinds of. Oh, yeah, there is no structure. You and I were on the same wavelength. So I was going to say, this is just how Caleb's mind <laughs> yes. works, though. He just yeah. does things like he gravitated towards that. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I was never diagnosed with anything. I'm not really big, big on <laughs> no that. No one's saying that you are. I just, that's how you, your sure. mind is just kind of in a lot of different wheelhouses. So do you have any Star Wars like memorabilia? Mm, no. I mean, I feel like if your hotspot and username is Jedi Master, you're that pretty you would have into Star Wars. I guess I just need to change that. I don't know. I'm not like, yeah. That was just like, oh, it what should my thing. username be? Mm, Jedi Master. It wasn't like a, a feeling you had? <laughs> it was a feeling he had because he typed it in. It was a name I was given, so I don't know. So From who? An old roommate. We can discuss Wait, this. On okay, okay. Yeah, we can discuss this on anymore. episode two. I don't so. think I want to know. I don't okay. think I want to know either. <laughs> Anywho. Anywho. So. Okay. Yes. Continuing on. Y'all are all discovering all of this stuff. You act like you haven't. You just met me, so you've, you've known me. What are you? I, what is, I feel like I'm just meeting your, you. What are your perceptions of me, Durrett? I, I have known you, and that's that was it. That yeah. your mind works in a way which is a very creative um can't go like this you're gonna go like this and this and it's like that meme um where the guy from it's always sunny has that whiteboard and he's like has all those drawings on it and he's like pointing to it that's caleb's mind yeah he's just always which is great because again so many good things have come from that, oh, yeah. Can. yeah, sure. Yeah, so it's just a bit different personalities, right? I mean, yes. like that. There's a parable I always like where I don't know if it's an Indian based one or what it is, but like the you know, we're all work, walking towards like the end of a cliff, you know, your yes. you know, end of life essentially. So, yes. why not take a few trails or detours on the way? That's so. right, the scenic route. Yeah, I'm not a big careerism guy, like, I'm passionate about what I do, passionate about people building, you know, just wealth and obviously being financially responsible, which I'm not always financially responsible. Um, but oh, that's what is that? What we shared the other day? I make bad financial decisions. <laughs> <laughs> Caleb like, has wait, done that. Like Caleb, what? what has been your worst oh, financial decision? So I don't count business ventures, you know. So if it's like a you know a, no. a failed real estate venture or business venture, anything like that, stocks, anything of that nature, those are all learning experiences. So um, materialism, materialistic purchases is definitely something that I, I'm more regretful of that I think most people are who find any form of success. Yes. They buy something silly. Like what? Because I don't see you. I in- bought a jet ski and rigged it up for like, um, deep sea fishing and, and like long travel, um, like fishing and whatnot. I didn't Pimp my jet, jet ski. ski. Yeah. Pimp my jet ski. I pimped out a jet ski. Yeah. 
is that safe to do deep sea fishing on? I didn't do deep sea fishing. Wait, I, was I didn't even just... hear that part of it. You did deep sea fishing on a yeah, I was my, my vision was mostly <laughs> to do just Can you see Caleb the... just out floating in the middle of the ocean with his pole? The problem is I can't. Like, no, I'm more of an inshore fisherman guy. I'm not a big deep sea fish guy. I like people who take you. It's very expensive, right? It's a completely different realm of type of fishing. Different equipment, different gear, you know, a lot of money, so... My thing was, is like when I go places, I normally go alone, like on hunting or fishing or something like that. Don't or go alone. You'll get like eaten by a bear or something. Yeah, we don't, uh, you know, have many bears or a shark. in these regions. So, um, and they're black bears. I mean, black bears, you can you can fist fight a black bear. You're okay. They're usually more scared of you. They're just overgrown. Okay, Chuck Norris. They're overgrown just raccoons. Fist fight a, a black bear. Well, if it comes down to it, have when we went hiking, they were legit. Like, you better have your bear spray and go ahead and carry yeah. a second can. Because when they come out, somebody's going down. And I'm like, well, it ain't going to be me. Somebody better Black look bears do not, right are not now. known for attacking humans unless you really irritate them. They're more of like just large raccoons always getting in the trash, especially like in Texas. Like you have mangy, more, you know, long-range covering <laughs> black bears that are skinny. And but yeah, if you go up to like Pennsylvania or Midwest or things like that, a little bit healthier and bigger. Bear spray works good for uh, black bears to deter them. But I like, you know, some big black bears in like yeah. Colorado and Canada. Mm-hmm. I've seen yeah. some very big black bears that I would not fist fight. No, yeah, but just, in the moment you probably would if you're hiking on a trail. Right. I'm saying you can fight a black bear, but yes. like if it's a Kodiak, you know, grizzly or something. Yeah, I mean, oh just no, I would just play fetal dead. position, you know, yeah. and just hope that your death is swift. Yeah. So. For sure. <laughs> no, I'm not going to go out like that. You got to, you got to. you seen a grizzly? Yeah, grizzlies are terrifying. Yeah. It's like a moose. You ever seen a moose in real life? Yes, because They're terrifying. we went hiking in Glacier and Yellowstone. This mm-hmm. was the whole thing. Like, yeah. they, you're out there with them in their So you have brown bears. Territory. You know, mostly like in Yellowstone. But yeah, they're just, they're still very large and can be dangerous and aggressive. So you bought a jet ski. <laughs> What what is because I, I was expecting you to be like oh I bought he said materialism so yeah. I was thinking oh I bought like All a ten thousand dollar Rolex but no, I, it was I a buy, jet ski no I buy no, gear. He buys things no I've things. never I don't I'm not big on jewelry you know no like I mean well, this I've never watch seen is the you most wear expensive I don't think I've ever seen you wear anything designer so I'm like what yeah. else do you buy uh, I buy gear gear things. yeah things for outdoor fun and hunting stuff so. Like I do like your contraption that you work out with, though. Um, yeah, and fitness equipment. Yes. Know. I buy things that I wish I had time to do, so I go buy the things to do those things, but I usually don't, don't end up time. having time to do them. So um, that's a that's a pattern that I've noticed in some of my purchases that we're trying to work on. So <laughs> At least you identify yeah. the problem. Yeah, I was yeah, about definitely. to say the first step is I, identification. Yeah, I embrace it now. So um, I'll have time for it one day. I keep all of it. You know. Oh, good. Yeah. Well, maybe we need to take inventory of the things that you have. So if one of us have time to do it, I can just come get it and do it. Yeah, if you ever need anything. So it's just not sitting there collecting dust. I don't need a jet ski, but I do like I sold the jet ski, to be fair. Oh, I love jet skis. Did you ever catch a fish off of it? Oh, yeah, yeah. I didn't take it out near as much as I wanted to. Where do you even put the fish? Did you hit like a little wagon on the back? No, I had it rigged out. I had a cooler that strapped onto the back with a tackle box on top of it. Did people look at you funny when you were getting it in the water? Or or were they like, oh my gosh, you should do this as a business? Yeah, because it was still a fairly new concept business now. I mean, I don't know. It's not a very, it's not super popular here in 
you know, you don't have the best conditions or waters for Galveston, right? yeah. Yeah, going that's always usually rough and you don't have many structures and stuff that you can fish. There's only a few that are really in range for a jet ski to go to. Once again, I didn't I did had it for inshore fishing, which is not like in your ocean right it's in your bay systems and i'd go wading and things like that at the time jared had a little beach house not a beach house but a bay house ah. so you know he had his boat and i had the jet ski and we never really had time to go together fish. Yeah. what's your favorite fish flounder by far flounder yeah i'm goofy about those flounder yeah to so catch and yeah eat. earlier in my career like our days consisted of like during the day I'd go, you know, showings for Jared, just doing anything that, you know, we needed to do. Right. And working during the day, then I'd meet up with a couple of buddies of mine in Galveston and we'd go fish in the evenings. We'd go gigging at night, fish early in the morning, and then I'd shoot back on very little sleep, if any, and go back to work. And that was like the first three years solid of our career. You know, did y'all so y'all ate a lot of fish? In, oh, yeah, early in your career, yeah, big time. Sunday, everybody knows Sunday dinners. That's, a big, know Sunday dinner. that's a big yeah. thing for, for us. Our team meetings still to this day, really, or you know, Sunday get togethers with the family. Y'all the, still do that at the compound oh, in yeah, Crosby, sure. yeah. One day we might be invited. Yeah, I always said we got to shoot the video. We need to shoot like the TM video. I'm waiting you know? for my invitation to Sunday. Hey, it, everybody knows in my friends, family, Sunday is an open invitation at, you know, my mom's house. Well, I don't have your address. So it's pretty easy to find. So it's just, There's do, not you, much do, out you, in Crosby. Just do you want to drive to the, <laughs> drive to the boonies to, to see? Though, I, I so. will drive for good food. Yeah, absolutely. So we got fried chicken and used to be fried fish every Sunday. So it depends what time of year it is. Fried backstrap maybe. Or yes, with some good fried chicken gravy. is always the main, main thing my mom's famous for. So, uh, but yeah. So what is it like working with your brother-in-law and your mom? I don't, you know, I mean, obviously, I guess I've had the chance to observe other family businesses and whatnot. And I guess, you know, stereotypically, you always hear people say they're just don't ever work with family. But um, I mean, I can honestly say I don't. I mean, we have never really been crossways ever. Yeah. You know, my mom and I, Jared, always would laugh. We'd bicker in the office just, you know, I cannot mother, son see you and your type mom. deal. No, I, I can't, We're I can't see any of them bickering. Yeah, not bickering. I mean, I it's just like... I can see you and Jared, but not you and your mom. I can yeah. see Caleb bickering at Jared. Yes. And I can see Jared being like, okay, Caleb, yeah. let's do this, let's do that. Yeah, you, you definitely Jared's very wrong, like... You got the, the wrong... Focus, per- so like bring the focus You got back. the wrong perception on that one, but... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, like, I mean, it was just, just comical tell. stuff. Me always <laughs> losing my patience, you know, honestly, is my, my mom's a saint. So, you know, it's just like, mom, you know, you sent this to the wrong guy. You're supposed to send this to that guy. And, you know, oh. just simple stuff. And my mom always had a million things going on, God yes. love her. So, um, but yeah, no, it's... The experience has been something that I cherish. And I think we always will. And, you know, um, I have really nothing negative to say about it at all. I think it's strengthened us for sure. And, um, you know, I don't know. We'll, it's grown into a larger family now. So. It has grown into yes. a very yeah. large family now. Yeah. So where where is your favorite community in Houston or uh, favorite development in Houston that you like to sell in? Yeah, so, I mean, obviously... I mean, I'm not like a community guy, right? But, I mean, we sell that, and I'm definitely, you know, a supporter of that. It's a lifestyle for most of us. Um, But I'm a WOFO guy. love Wood Forest. Oh, That's kind of... If I had to pick a master plan, um, you come live in Wofo with. I love with me. I love Wood Forest. You know, I think uh, just I guess the trees and you know its proximity outside yeah. of just everything. And it's good because it does still give you like your 
not in the mix of everything. You right. get to detach as you get into Wood Forest. And I think Houston is just so <laughs> dynamic and diverse in like its offerings, right? I mean, we cover the whole city. Everybody, you know, every realtor I've ever conversed with, you know, and reached out and we network with a lot of realtors and I have over the years, West Coast and Midwest and mountains and everything there. And there's like, you drive how far, you know? And yes. A so lot. We, still, we drive a lot. Yeah. 200 miles a day. Oh, yeah. 1,000 miles a week is usually yeah. average, right? right? So, I mean, um, you know, at least for me, the last 10 years. And so you get to see a lot of just landscape, different markets. Mm-hmm. Houston has different markets. I mean, there's just... The sub-markets is, are yeah, very yeah, real here. Absolutely. Yes. So... Um, I think I like the north side, you know, and the development there just with trees and more of a natural environment. But that's just that's what I like, you know. Yeah. Some people may like living in Bridgeland with anything you can think of like three minutes from your house, you know. So. Yes. Well, do you prefer, I know you've sold in the Galveston, Crystal Beach area. Do you prefer that over Houston or do you prefer I don't ranch? Know I know you've done ranch as well. My, yeah, I mean, so our bread and butter has always been centered around, obviously, new construction. And, you know, we each kind of always have formed our own little personal segments of our side business, right? Um, and I would say I'm really starting to dive deeper into, like, what is mine going to be long term? Um, but, yeah, I mean, Galveston was probably always my favorite market to sell in. Um, I, I did. I've done quite a bit there mm-hmm. um, on the island and not as much as of recent. But um, we used to have a lot of developments down south, League City and whatnot. And that's become, you know, as about as developed as it can get. Yeah, it really um, So, yeah, I mean, I would selfishly, like, where is my favorite market to work in? Yeah, I mean, it would be Farm and Ranch and doing something, you know, adventurous and, mm-hmm. you know, um, just in the sticks, but, um, but yeah, something local here, Galveston is always refreshing to go there. I've got, you know, a very close friend of mine that lives down there as a financial advisor on the Island. So catching lunch, going down there and doing work. So it's just a different pace on Island time. Right. So it really is. It's different down there for oh, sure. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. It's, it's nice to go down there. Yeah. It takes a while for you. Like I'm, yeah. you know, remember you work with a lot of the agents. You're like, you're an outsider, you know, but <laughs> it's like, Hey, I went to GC and like, Oh, okay. So you, you begin to get known a little bit more. So yes. yeah. You have a history there. Yeah, definitely. So, mm-hmm. so the growth of the team, you mentioned that the family has grown. <clears throat> what are your thoughts for the future of Turner Mingham? I'm, ecstatic and excited about just the opportunities right the growth um i couldn't be happier just with the overall talent and awesome individuals that we have so i mean it's just been i don't think a lot of the outside real realizes just the bandwidth and expertise and just talents that each individual brings i'm the most inexperienced i think on our team actually as far as like years in the business um so you know as a part owner that's you know something that i like i'm like man this is pretty cool everybody here there's something to learn from right so i really you know invite that i love being around people that i learn things from and um but as far as like just the team yeah it's it's a big family to me at this point and there's been evolutions of the business right you just learn who you are as a person and as a business and you know we grew pretty large at the beginning it's like oh hey let's bring a lot of agents on and then you realize your sweet spot and what you have to offer and you know there's brokerages that excel in training and their model is built for just you know just transition and progression um i think i'm a firm believer at least in our model what works is I mean, we hire for just that actual, that talent in that position and yeah. what they bring to the team to where we may be weak in. Um, 
And to me, that is just, um, you know, that training piece of it. I would enjoy working, you know, with people and helping them build, but we can, we all do that together. Like that's just the atmosphere that we have of working with one another of just, Hey, where can you strengthen where you having trouble at, or just walking through any types of problems. So, um, I just think the industry as a whole, um, just a lot of change, you know, is on the horizon in my opinion. And, you know, I think in older industries like this, it takes, a long time for paradigm shifts to really occur it just doesn't happen just like that <clears throat> you know it takes 10 12 years for technology to really take hold and yeah. things of that nature um so i think a lot of that is starting to unfold now and you have catalysts you know adding to that process of just crazy politics economies covid you know um so it's just a very interesting time to be alive i think um in in this business and yeah. um I guess what I'm most proud of is just the value that everybody at our team brings, mm-hmm. right? Like there's no question. I mean, you know, real estate in general and the industry as a whole can be antiqual in a lot of parts. But um, I think as long as you're providing value in whatever service you're doing and you provide that value with integrity, um, yeah, everybody fits that bill. And Jared and I kind of have that, you know, we don't have like our core values as we probably should. And like your team, you know, just your team heartbeat that you live by. But I think it's just, you know, conceptual for all of us. Like right. we understand like, hey, do the right thing, provide value, be present and just don't be a dirtbag, you know. You we need a TM fight song. Right. Mm-hmm. I don't know oh. what that would be. Fight song. Yeah. Know. We do need a TM fight song. Yeah. I know everybody has different genres that we all like, you know, so. We'll just mix them. It could be, yeah, a remix. <laughs> a mashup. The, the TM remix. <laughs> yeah. I don't have any musical talents as we've discovered. So, oh, yeah. yeah. I really there. wish you would have learned how to play that guitar. Yeah, I know. Jared probably could, could learn how to play an instrument. He's more technical for sure. I could see that. Yeah. Jared's very artistic too. I don't know if you ever what? really shared that. Jared. Can, artistic. How? And what kind of art? Like not art, like but I mean he can draw and he can draw. Like draw yeah. what? Anything I think I don't know. I, I mean I've seen pictures. his diary. There's no drawings in it. <laughs> it's, no, it's not a sketch pad. Yeah. I can draw. My mama has a teapot that I drew framed in her home. Oh, a teapot, eh? Mm-hmm. That's nice. But <laughs> a mon mon kettle. I didn't know that Jared could draw. Yeah. I'm going to ask him what he likes to draw. Yeah. I can only draw like three things. So what are your three things? Well, at the top like of my a head, heart I, <laughs> and a star. I, I can draw whales pretty good. Whales? <laughs> like a circle, a rectangle. No, like, like, I know, like whales. Whale like is in the ocean whales. Or how did you, Tangle. how did you discover that, that talent? I love whales. Oh, okay. Do you really? I like whales. Yeah. yeah. Have you ever seen a whale in person? Uh, I don't think so. No. Maybe like when I was really little. At You've never sea seen World a whale, or huh? Something, but yeah. I have love... you seen a whale? I swam with whales at the Sea of Cortez. When what we kind of whales? What, what kind? What? <laughs> you yeah. left that part out of the story. Yeah. No whales this come up. This was when you through... went with your friend. Yeah, they go up into the Sea of Cortez for like breeding, and you know, that was pretty. And cool. you and your friend, did y'all go out on an actual like? you're going to do it or y'all did it on your own? We never, yeah, we... You didn't we, go with an instructor? Oh, no, absolutely not. You just went by yourself and you saw some whales and you're like, we're going to go swim with them? Well, we were swimming and we the saw whales. The whales joined you. Yeah, so. <laughs> whales don't mind if you come swim with them. No, it was well, very... no, yeah. but What species were they? I see that. I was just thinking that when you asked that. I don't really exactly know what species mm. I would imagine. You know what I think you would enjoy doing? Uh, there's a tour that you can take in California... 
and it's like a three to five day thing. You get on this boat and like one of the days you're at sea and you learn how to use the gear. And then another day you get to where you're supposed to go, like in the middle of the ocean and you cage dive with enormous great whites Mm. and they do video and photos and then you just come back and it's food and all the things. But you're on, you're on this boat for like three to five days. Yeah, too much structure for me. And oh, gosh. No. Um, he, he found but the I also, whales on his own. He doesn't want to be taken with yeah. a person I don't, to yeah, the sharks. I'm pretty He'll stubborn just, like that. And my you're, wife's You're just going to take your it. jet ski out to the sharks? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Pretty with much. your cooler in the yeah. back. But I'm also not like a, you know, a waterman. I'm not a gifted just um, waterman, you know, like mm-hmm. as far as just being very proficient in the water. I mean, I understand it, but the ocean's a is a very it is. terrifying. Yeah, it can Well, that's what I'm saying. I mean, without an instructor, who knows what those whales they could have just decided to start jumping and doing all kinds of things. No, well, it's not like it's whales killer whales. In. These are, you no, know. No, I know, but uh, if they come in your space. Yeah, I, I mean, mean, they are mating, I guess. You know, they're breeding and whatnot, so that yes. could be. Killer whales aren't going to do anything to you. I'm terrified of killer whales. Killer those whales those creatures are, you. you know, fascinating. And those fascinating. are they're dolphins, by the way. Yeah. Killer whales. Yeah, they are. They're the largest species of dolphin. Correct. What? Wow. I love Look whales. Look at you with these yeah. facts <laughs> about whales. Yeah. Full of them. I can see you being a killer whale enthusiast with your love of like black. So you know? orcas are my favorite orcas, animal. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Orca is probably the more politically correct thing to call them, right? Yes. Killer whales is a little. Uh, yeah. Well, I don't know why. Aggressive. They call yeah. them killer whales because they're extremely intelligent and they yeah. figure out their own ways to kill depending on where they live. Mm-hmm. And this is something not even meant for this podcast, but. They're I'm enjoying these facts. I, Nature's I, w- neat. When we go off air, I'll tell you everything about all the different killer whales. Okay. But you could Good swim with know. killer whales and they would just, they would save you if you started drowning. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ha! Huh. They know they're mammal kinfolk. They're like, they're good people. Have you seen what oh, they yeah. do to Bring a seal? Bring them to the surface. See, that's, you ain't a seal. I don't want to be mistaken Well, you wear that. black all the time, so they're going to think you're a seal. You ain't a seal, though. They don't, they, they know you're not a seal. Hope so. Here, do this for me. Google, Google how many times a person has died in the wilderness by a killer whale. Okay. I think it's one, and it was a child, and the whale didn't actually, or the orca didn't actually kill them. Mm. It it's just like they drowned. bumped into them or something. Yeah. yeah. Fair enough. Okay, good deal. So swimming with killer whales, I'll add that to the list. Yes. There you go. Good deal. Y'all don't have to put any of this in here, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is all side notes yeah. about orca. I Anywho. didn't know you were such an enthusiast. Oh, I could tell you a lot about that. I yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. I used yeah. to be real big. But I think like... it's really cool that you left out the part about, you're like, yeah, well, so we drove from Tijuana to Cabo. And you yeah. You... The part about like, oh, we jumped in the ocean and swam with some whales, by the way. Yeah. It was a really unique experience. I wish I had it on video. So oh. I don't have any, many pictures from that, but it was really cool. You didn't document your trip. No, I, I, I always thought about, like, going back and, like, documenting or journaling it, you know, just because we had, you know, not run-ins, like, specific run-ins, but you'd see, like, cartel stuff going on. Yeah. You know, we ran across, like, some homicide, you know, scenes on the side of the road and ran out of gas, a few blowouts. Wow. Um, 90% sure I ate dog. Um, so <laughs> you should never eat anywhere, like, in your what inn. What is happening? You know. <laughs> If you're if you don't see any dogs, you know you shouldn't eat eat there when you're in those types of establishments. Because oh, that's what they're serving you. Probably, yeah, yeah. Did you get sick at any point on this trip? 
I actually did not. I think I had a little stomach problem when I got back, but um, <laughs> but that was probably just from the nurse yeah. from you being in trouble from your mama. Uh, yeah, I don't know. We got pretty, you know, uh, survivalist there at the end. We were drinking water from wherever we could get. I mean, Ooh. we were, had no money, so um, yeah. So that probably definitely shouldn't just have drank in the Mexico pond drink, water. Drink, drink tap water and whatnot a few times towards the end, just because we were oh. so thirsty. But yeah. I didn't get sick though. That was definitely. How uh, did you get back? So, because you. We flew. Yeah. That was where the rest of our money had gone to, is just taking the cheapest flight we could find to wherever. Okay. My buddy lived, he was from Arizona, and I think he flew back to, um, gosh, where it was somewhere like, I think he flew back to Utah actually, just because that was the cheapest flight he could find. He was like, I'll figure out how to get home from there. (laughs) Yeah. And were you flew back to Houston? Oh, I flew back to Houston. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And was your mama waiting at the airport for you? Uh, I think, yeah, my dad picked me up. Oh. So, yeah. They didn't know that you were gone? They knew I was gone, yeah. They thought I was so going. Why were they mad? He, because he told her he was only going to go visit his friend. I didn't oh. lie. I just said I'm going. I did go see my friend in Pendleton, um, in he San Diego. He left out the part, out the about, part about Mexico. and like leaving the Yeah, United they thought Wales. I was going to visit him in the Marines because, you know, like in San Diego and um, just... Camp Pendleton, obviously, a large marine base. And then, obviously, the Navy SEALs are close by there. And I was always fascinated with SEALs growing up. Yeah, so, for sure. Um, you know, so they thought I was just going to that. She was more worried about me probably joining, you know, the Navy or the Marines more than anything. But um, he wasn't even my there. medical history, they'd no. probably never take me. So. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you've had a lot of adventures outdoors. What is your craziest adventure that you've had in real estate? Oh, Lord. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, there's one every week, it seems yes, like. Yes, I feel like the picture sometimes it... Dumpster don't even, fire? Yeah, I don't even know. There's <laughs> been there's been some dumpster fires. There's been some, <laughs> like, you know, fraud. There's been... God, there's been all kind of things. I don't even really know really, you know, I've never really thought about what is the most... What's a story that, ha- that just stands out to you in real estate? Good or bad. Yeah, good or bad. No pressure. Yeah, I don't... Honestly, I don't know... There's just so many as far as stands out, just memorable. And we had uh, some of these you just can't repeat, though. It's not very, you know. (laughs) What about like an instance where? Like the Leak City one for Miss Candy, the Hoarder House with the cats. Don't say names. Don't say names. Yeah. Well, it's not. Candy's her code name. So. Oh, okay. She told me Candy's her code name. (laughs) So, yeah, that was. I get sent into some. Dumpster fires. Unique situations. (laughs) Yeah. Well, that's why Jared and I used to always laugh. We we would get the worst referrals because, like, oh, just send it to Jared and Caleb. They'll they'll handle it, you know. And they're so nice. I think that's how most of our main relationships have started. Yeah, like we'll roll up our sleeves and get something done. Like I've I'll have my contractors in there repairing a whole home for somebody just to sell it. This is true. Turner Mangum is full of solutions. Yeah, absolutely. We are the solution to get the job done. Solution focused brokerage. What about a heartwarming story? Instead of crazy, what about a story maybe oh, that you man, helped we've done somebody? A lot of, man, we've had a lot of those. Um, just helping families out as far as just, you know, sacrificing, you know, um, money and being unprofitable in many situations just to get somebody to their end goal. I mean, I can't count the, how many times that we've done that. Oh, all the time. Um, you know, I mean, just seriously, you know, what, what do we say? Doing the Lord's work. I'm just, yes. out, here, I'm just out here doing the Lord's work. Oh, we do. Yeah, so, um, but yeah, it's um, just... Helping folks get to that end goal. Um, the Gonzalez family was really a good one. 
It just seems we get a lot of those situations. I think everybody does, right? It's just, do you do the right thing? And, you know, do you, yeah. do you see it through? I think yeah. a lot of folks walk away from those situations. And business-wise, it's probably smart, too. I think, <laughs> a, I think a lot of other agents would also take advantage of the situation. Just, yeah. I have three right now that are, like, heartstring right. stories with the families. And I just, I imagine them with somebody else that wouldn't be taking care of them the way that I'm trying to because of right. their situation. Um, and honestly how um, naive they are in some of the mm -hmm. aspects of real estate. And I'm just so glad that I was placed with them for sure. And Turner Mangum was placed with them right. so that we're Absolutely. able to help them get to that goal. It's just simple. Always do the right thing. Yeah. You know, you may not know the answers to everything, how to fix things, but I mean, we have great resources and peers outside that we call on. You know, I think that's, we're very well known for just networking with people outside of the box and trying to figure out solutions for certain situations. Um, I mean, even during COVID, I mean, there's opportunities for if, you know, the thing about real estate is, is you have, it's very easy to obtain your license, right? So you can get your license. I think I had my license in three weeks, you know, mm -hmm. and passed all my test classes and everything. So low barriers to entry, you know, which I think could be, you know, a part of a problem for our industry. Um, but overall, I mean, you can come right out of that and go into a million dollar transaction or a transaction to where somebody may need, um, a lot of expertise and depending on the resources, the brokerage you're at, you may not have those, you know, resources to offer them to right. get them through that, which, you know, can put you in a vulnerable situation and your client in a vulnerable situation. Yeah. Um, so there's just... I, I think, you know, it really comes down to a person's integrity in any business, really, in any type of, you know, when you're looked at for a service and expertise and um, real estate is always like that first one that comes up to where people are like, oh, they're overpaid and things of that nature. Well, there's a reason why, you know, the top 1% does 90 plus percent of the business, right? Yeah, sure. Um, but it's just, um, you know, it's not, a, it's not a super transactional reoccurring event in somebody's life no. to where you're going to sell a home multiple times. You no. have a terrible experience and, you know, and you didn't have the strongest of agent in your corner. Um, it's going to be a while before you probably sell again and you're going to have a tarnished perspective of real, real estate in general. So uh, I think it's just imperative for for agents at any time and in any profession, but just to convey your value. And if you're not comfortable in a situation, I mean, ask somebody for help, you know, and be honest with your, you know, your client and you may lose a deal. Um, or they may just say, Hey, yeah, let's just get answers to this and figure out what that solution is. But, uh, there's plenty of opportunities like during COVID for, in, for, uh, instance that, we could have assigned or wholesaled plenty of homes. Just, you know, I, I do a lot of investing and in personal stuff on the side, whether it's just flipping a home, remodeling, wholesaling, things of that nature. There's plenty of opportunities where somebody was happy with 300,000 because they bought their home for 200,000 sure. just a few years ago, yeah. but I've got a hedge fund over here who will pay 350 for it. So it's like, oh, hey, you know, it's, you know, you can, you, but it's go directly to them, obviously, but I know many instances that didn't happen. Um, so it's just always doing the right thing. And, yeah. you know, at the end of the day, that's just kind of the motto we live by. And when it, when, when something is tough and you don't know the answer, it's like, what is the right, you know, the right, um, choice to do in that situation. So. Very good. Anything else before we wrap up? Um, I don't know. I mean, what is, put y'all on the spot a little bit. Oh, I would say what is, no. <laughs> maybe give me your favorite thing that, um, you like about working with brokerage and then also something that you just maybe didn't know coming into it, working with Jared and I, and I've learned a lot today. Okay. <laughs> 
Um, I think my favorite thing, I would have, and I've said this a million times over, I would have never left new home sales to go into traditional real estate. Right. So if Jared and you and Donna had not created Turner Mangum, which is focused on builder relations, then I, I wouldn't be on this side of the desk. Yeah. I would have stayed in new home sales um, because that's, that's the beauty of this team is that there's still such a passion there for yes. new home sales. Mm-hmm. And so that is my favorite thing because, again, it afforded me the opportunity to still stay in the builder world um, but right. just not stuck to a model home. Yeah, yeah. So that's my favorite thing. I think what I love most about the team is how much of a family we are and the support that we give each other, mm-hmm. just coming from different situations and companies and teams in real estate with mm-hmm. my history. Mm-hmm. The support was lacking and that camaraderie was lacking. And I just, I love that I can pick up the phone and call you. Yeah. And the last time I called you, you were hiking the Grand Canyon, <laughs> but you, but you took my phone call and yeah. you're like, photo to prove it. Yeah, no, yeah. I, he, he were like, yeah, what's, what's up? What's going yeah. on? Or anytime I'm having an issue and I call Jared and mm-hmm. sometimes there's an answer and I'll text him like, Hey, this is nine one one. I mean, he stops what he's doing and he calls me sure. and, or you, it's just the guys always on the phone. The, the support that we have and we provide for all of our team members yeah. and our clients and our builder partners is it's just unmatched. It it's really no, is unmatched. There's no egos, right? There's you no know? egos here. Um, Maybe for Jared when it comes to basketball. Oh, yeah. Oh, touchy subject. Jared, okay, let's set the record straight. Jared was set a the record. Was he really? Yes. That's what, so you growing up with him, that's oh, when you go to his games oh, we and played, be like, oh, no, yo, that's my, no, that's my no, big No, I brother. never really, I don't recall going to any games. I was too young then. Um, <laughs> oh, I was when, really young when Jared, Jared in high school. When Jared was in high school, he was like not even a thing. <laughs> Yeah, that was a thing. Okay. Um, Jared's 12 but, years but older. But he, he was so. a baller. Yeah, no, Jared, Jared always played pickup with just me and my baseball buddies because we'd have, you know, just, I mean, growing up, we lived out to where all my friends came to us. We had a basketball court, and, you know, Jared, we would play pickup games, and he would annihilate us. So. Really? Oh, yeah. look at this. So Jared is Jared's a legit a shooter. Yeah. shooter. Yeah, he's a shooter. Okay. Yeah. And the record son, has been yeah, set. His son Cole has, you know, a lot of those same tendencies too. So. Does he really? Yeah. They're really they they get really good at the things that they do dedicate their time to do, I guess, is something that you can say. So now like with Thanksgiving coming up, will y'all all get together and have like a little B ball game? No, no. After you eat. Do the some turkey? Thanksgiving turkey and hoops. No. Um no? I think Jared, you know, he just shoots casually now, like after we eat dinner on Sundays, just to kinda, you know, get your metabolism going after that that meal. Um, a picture of him doing this but we so don't, that we can post it on story. Yeah, but we, we don't need like, actually a yeah, picture we, of him eating fried chicken or something else. That's that oh, is yeah, what we yeah, need because I it. feel like that's Does more Does he pick the crust than, off of it? No, you know, we, they're like smaller. Like my mom cuts the tenders up and, okay. you know, soaks them in buttermilk and right, and they're really good. She but he'll eat like, you know, two or three of them. But she always makes like a side dish for my sister and Jira that's like, you know, some type of grilled chicken or a meatloaf or something or yeah. So. Whereas Caleb, is, oh. he, he can get down with some good food. Yeah, yeah, I don't. Life's too short, you know. Life is I mean, way I'm, too short. I eat, eat good. the dessert. Yeah, I try to eat good during the week. I'm not trying not to eat trash, you know, or eat fast food or anything like that. But, mm-hmm. yeah, I've gotten major into sweets in the last few years. Like, when I turned 30, like, I don't know what it's been. 
And my niece, Jared's daughter, is like a phenomenal baker now. So yes, she is. That is like game changer. So and she doesn't eat sweets, and Jared doesn't either. So she's a phenomenal baker, but she doesn't touch them. I don't know if I've ever seen her take a bite of anything she has cooked, ever. So wild to me. That is so yeah. so crazy. Yeah, so we eat them pretty much. Yeah. Huh. Mm-hmm. Well, I and I can't think of anything negative about TM. I don't remember exactly how you phrased your question to us. Just what Our was favorite well, just thing. something. Yeah, maybe you didn't know coming into it. Know. It was maybe refreshing um, or I, disturbing. <laughs> you know, <laughs> made you second guess when I when I interviewed with Jared. I met with Jared three times for three hours each because yeah. I just didn't believe it. Yeah. He was like, okay, are you going to, are you going to join? Are you going to do this? And I kept meeting with him because I kept trying to catch him in the, it's too good to be true. Mm-hmm. So I think that even just being here, it's just like every day, it's kind of like, this is just too good to be true that you yeah. know, I just, I, I get to wake up and serve you all and serve our clients in a way that right. is again, just unmatched in our industry, mm-hmm. just coming from such a, such, such a positive place, um, not an egotistical place, mm-hmm. which I feel like is hard to find in our industry too. But I have learned a lot about you and Jared recently because of the <laughs> yeah. podcast. Communication's not our you know strong point, I would say. Well, you're you know. also dudes, so you don't just like talk about yourself. Yeah, no, definitely not. But we've enjoyed learning so much about yeah. you. Yes, the Mangum to our Turner. We right. really enjoyed learning about you today, Caleb. Thank you for coming on, mm-hmm. and I know that we'll have you back for some follow-up craziness. We'll definitely do some follow-ups and <laughs> add some spice in, do some cool segments, bring in some more guests. So yes. got the sign going now. Yes. Yes. We're missing the conduit, but yeah. we have the sign. I know. So it's better than the old new Home Connection logo we used to have. So oh, we're just can, ever evolving. Yeah. We are. So keeping it alive, though. Well, thank you. Absolutely. I enjoyed it. You guys are doing an excellent job with this. Everybody loves it. Thanks. Thank we you. Can't, can't wait to see it. what's next. Yeah. Yep. Thanks for having Stay me. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. And we out. <laughs> <laughs>